Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 434. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It's hot and muggy. We had a huge storm, in fact, a tornado, I think, moved through our area yesterday. So it's muggy here in the Midwest. And I am coming to you with the title of Navigating a Contraction. The Contraction? Contractions. <laughs> Navigating Contractions multiple, multiple times. <laughs> Uh, for lots of reasons, and I wasn't quite sure of the title, but that is what came through. So we are going to flow with it. We are post uh, new moon in Cancer. We're in the sign of sun sign of Cancer. We are post Fourth of July, post wedding here in our family. So much post the Melanie Lair um, class that I took. So much has been happening, and. Um, when I was tuning into like what feels relevant to share this week, what what do I have that could possibly be a value <laughs> right now? The the reality of what I'm experiencing felt like what was most um, significant or important to share because I trust that if I'm feeling it, there must be matches also. So here's. Here's how I, and it's interesting, of course, right? Because last week or two weeks ago, the title was Limitless. <laughs> Limitless. And then I come back, I'm like, oh, contraction, <laughs> which is pretty much how it works. We have these expansive experiences where our heart opens wide, our minds are blown open by new information, our uh, realities expand and shift, you know, all of these like, what experiences happen? And we could just keep doing more and more and more of that, <laughs> just keep expanding, 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 which is my intention. That's my hope is that I just get better and better at the expansions and there's no need for a contraction. But what I'm feeling in this moment is big expansion. Like I, I've, I've had to come back in and reorient, recenter. That was going to be the title, reorienting. But it feels bigger than that. You know, find find steadiness, find um, the core central truth and way of being that is me after lots of expansions and energies around and moving. And so yeah, so I trust you have a match. <laughs> in whatever way it is playing out for you. <laughs> so let's talk about expansions and contractions. And I, I just keep getting the image of a woman who's birthing. There's, and I, you know, I trust that this is something you are familiar with. If you're watching this, you're probably old enough to know about the birthing process. If not, you should probably learn <laughs> if you're, if you're new to birthing, the, the baby needs to move from inside the woman to outside into the world, into the air where they can be their own independent human. 
And so there's a process of getting the baby from inside to outside. And I know C-sections are more common and, um, you know, don't follow the same process I'm going to describe. <laughs> but typically what happens in a natural or in a vaginal birth is that the woman is doing a muscle movement of expanding and contracting and expanding and contracting. Maybe another um, good illustration is like that of a snake when it's swallowing, you know, some sort of small animal or insect that it's going to move down through its body. It moves through the muscles expanding and contracting. And so that creates a momentum that moves from one place to another. When we are birthing a child, the the expansions and contractions are intense because there's so much resistance that you're pushing against. You're bringing <laughs> a pretty good-sized child, <laughs> baby, out through a pretty small-sized space. <laughs> and so there's a lot of like expanding and contracting and pushing that that needs to make that happen. When, when we are awakening, when we are here and committed to living life as a human in the most present, um, delightful, creative ways, we're going to have these experiences of big awareness, big shift, big heart opening, and and then we're kind of left in that space like, what do we do? <laughs> now what? Now, how? Like, how, how do I sustain this? How do I live in this higher frequency? How do, I, how do I stay awake all the time? You know, you can't physically do that. You ultimately have to close your eyes and rest your body and let your body come back to like a more neutral status. And then open your eyes and expand again. It's the same for us when we are you know, just moving through the days and, and some big awareness or shift happens. So I'll give you context for it or story for it. Um, I had heart opening, mind opening, energy opening <laughs> all last weekend, <laughs> like all last week. It was like every area of me was like, what? <laughs> and so this week I have really been paying attention to what I need to do and how I feel guided to move, and it's been very slow. It's been super quiet, super internal, um, very much about cleaning and organizing the physical space around me <laughs> because anything out of place feels like too much is happening. It's like heightened, heightened sensitivity. And, yeah, I would say today's probably the first day where I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm back, I'm good. <laughs> I'm reoriented. I'm good. <laughs> we can do another expansion. We can, we can do this again. You know, it's good. Um, so yeah, so I'll take you through a couple examples. And, and then perhaps from all of this, you can find or discern for yourself, like what are some of the practices or tools that will help you as you expand and then come into a contraction or as you expand and just... Maybe we don't even call it a contraction. It's just a slight reorienting. <laughs> and then, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's just the most amazing thing about this whole human journey is that we get to play in these ways and, and expand and learn more and awaken and contract a little bit. Like, it's all so good. It's all so good. Perhaps that's the main message for today. It's all good. So good. All right, for me... So a couple of things were happening all simultaneously. Um, 
<laughs> multiple. <laughs> My head's like, God, there's a lot going on. <laughs> so I guess the biggest one, the most impactful one in terms of like my energy and where my energy has been over the last couple of weeks has been to um, support Brad's daughter in getting married and hold space for like a peaceful, beautiful, flawless experience as much as I was able to. And it required a lot of details and running and errands and organizing and cleaning and preparation. There was a lot of activity here at our house and then um, just, just so many details to track and, um, and then the beautiful role I was able to play in just loving my stepdaughter and being present with her on such a huge moment, a huge threshold in her journey. And what a privilege that is to be so present with the honor of that, um, that, you know, this is one of the joys I think of, of family is we're constantly redefining it and the traditional role that I grew up with, which was mom, dad, and brother and sister and me, it, it's redefining all the time now and going through a divorce myself and um, Brad going through a divorce, you know, these new relationships are formed and new people come into our lives who we never knew for half of their lives, most of their lives until recently. It's like we, we get to come together and be intimately connected for these significant moments in each other's journeys. And what a privilege that is. What an absolute gift and honor. And so there was a lot of energy that I could feel that I was pouring into that experience for her. And it was flawless. It was beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful weddings. It was so much fun. And there was so much joy, so much love, so much beauty. We were outside in a park and it was just, I mean, the sun was shining. The sky was brilliant blue. Everything was like green. It was just, it was amazing. And the joy that was moving and oh, it was just so good. It was so good. And I felt I felt like I and many of the people there were very present for all of those moments of beauty, that we were fully in our bodies and, and witnessing and experiencing the magic of that moment. And that's not always the case for big ceremonial experiences or thresholds. Sometimes we're so distracted and in our minds and busy, we're looking at everything and we're not even here. We're not even in the moment to feel the joy of the moment. And for, for me, uh, a past pattern <laughs> has been to be the event organizer. I've done this for much of my career, to be the event organizer and manage everything, but not actually be present in the event, be the facilitator. My husband is this way, right? He's a set builder, a theater designer. So he creates these amazing experiences for audiences and yet he's not in the audience experiencing it he's behind the scenes doing all the things and this wedding was not that yes we were organizing things but we were we were in the moment witnessing this commitment of two people who love each other and what a gift like what what a blessing what joy <laughs> so my heart like even just happening in this moment like i can just feel how profoundly beautiful it was to be 
in that experience with all of the family. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. So that was one. Okay, so when you have a big event in a family and then the event ends, there's this sort of like, uh, <laughs> what do we do now? Like, we've been talking to planning and thinking and now it's over. And so we got to clean up the house and take things back and reorganize everything. But then there's also the emotional integration of such a big heart expansion. There's that emotional, like, it's almost like to me, it's like you place the specific images or moments like somewhere inside of your heart. You know, it's like there's just certain images or deep moments of connection that I had over the weekend that I can just feel my heart is like, oh, I got that little memory tucked in right here and that memory like tucked in over here. And so part of the contraction, if we call it that, we have this big expansion of the heart. Part of the contraction of it coming back in is like placing, consciously placing those memories, those experiences, those moments in your heart chakra, like sealing them in like, yes, that I lived that I was present for that. It was amazing. And it's never leaving. It's this little like gift, this little treasure that I keep inside of my heart that, right. And the moment, the moment I feel like I want to touch back into it, all of that energy and love and consciousness that experience is right there and I can tap into it and then have that oh, <laughs> feeling again <laughs> and so part of the contraction from that experience for me has been landing um, landing the flow of all of that into my awareness so that was one <laughs> the other biggie well, there was also, too, I just want to name it, like there was also all this time with my children and my husband. We had the whole weekend together. We never get to do that. We never get that. And we were dressed up and looking pretty and feeling good. And, you know, we went out and, and got um, some pizza after the wedding, like just these fun experiences that are also part of what I'm landing and bringing back into myself, like our family expanded. And in the contraction, it's like almost hugging everyone in really tight, like, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, um, I feel this. I know we talked about plant medicine ceremonies last in the last episode, and I feel that as part of the integration when when our heart expands, like at a wedding that is so pure and so beautiful, or when we're in like a plant medicine ceremony experience or a religious experience, there's so many different ways you can have that you know, what? The people who are sharing that experience with us, like we all feel that, that heart sinking up. What do they call that? Heart, um, heart math? Is that heart math? There's that um, aligning of the frequency of the heart. I know you know what I'm talking about. But when everyone is in that same frequency, it's like a bond. Look at even my hands are doing that. It's like a bond gets established because you share the experience and you're all in that same frequency. And there's this like, whoa, we, we, right? We, all of us, we had this shared moment. And when that happens, like, for example, after a plant medicine ceremony, when that happens and we are tightly woven energetically, soul level, heart level, and then we physically separate to go back to our homes, to go back to our realities, our lives, our whatever we're doing. It's like we know 
that the frequency is there, but we can't, we can't quite access it perhaps. Um, it's, it's almost like, how would I describe it? It's like we get really tight and then we stretch and, um, separate and it's, it's like, um, like a thread gets pulled super tight and thin and there's a bit of a fear of, is it going to, is it going to snap? Is it over? Do we, did we actually have that experience? Is that shared energy still bringing us together or was that even real? Right. You can feel the frequency, but the frequency has thinned out and separated so far because we're not in the same physical space together. And when it stretches like that, sometimes the contraction is uh, like disbelief or um, I'll never have that again. Right. That was a one time thing. It's never going to be that good again. And so the mind starts to come in and add to the contraction of the physical separation. So you're physically separated. You're feeling the heart like, oh, you're all the way over there living your life. And I'm all the way over here living my life. And and then the mind comes in. It's like, was it even real? Did you even feel anything? I don't even know if that's true. (laughs) And then the mind like does all this stuff and the contraction gets more intense. So I know as I'm recording this episode and sharing this vibration, it's as much about plant medicine ceremony integration as anything else. So if you're watching this and you're in that experience of, I had this huge, beautiful awakening moment of consciousness and now I'm back and I don't think it was real. And here you are talking about navigating contractions. I say to you, it was real. It was real. Love is real. The bond that is formed when, when souls unite in the physical and bring all of their consciousness and their hearts into the same frequency, it's real. It's absolutely real. And so your, your navigation of the contraction is to remind yourself, to tell your mind, don't start that loop. That's not accurate. It's not a true loop. That is fear of it being that good, it being that possible coming in and wanting to shrink us back down. So instead of being limitless, now we're like, oh, there's a limit. I'll never have that again. It's never going to ever happen again. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. If your heart can expand once like that, it can expand a hundred times, a thousand times, a million times like that. If your consciousness can expand once, it can expand a hundred times, a million times. Like you are limitless. You don't even know how limitless you are. And so when your mind wants to contract and put it all in a box and try to like say it wasn't real, no, 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 not true. Not true. With the weddings, what's amazing is we have these photographs, we have videos, we have uh, dialogue usually after the fact. Social media is great for this. Like, I was at the wedding. I was at the wedding. I felt that. That was amazing. Did you see them? They were gorgeous. There's all this social proof or evidence that that event actually happened. A lot of times when we have deep, powerful awakenings, sometimes on our own, you could be out gardening and all of a sudden, right, like God speaks to you or your soul like brings this massive download and you're by yourself with the sunshine and what did, what, like what, what just happened? Am I feeling that? Is that true? Is that real? And, and so we're trying to navigate it with no evidence, with no proof that it was actually an experience. And so the contraction is intense and tight and um, more believable than the expansion was. But here's, 
what I believe and what I have found in my own journey is you know, you know when you have expanded at a soul level. You know when your heart just, right? It's just pure joy. It's just pure joy. <laughs> like, you know, you know that that was real and you can feel it. It's like a visceral experience. With awakening, it's, it feels more like at a consciousness level or a soul level, it feels more like you just keep getting these little taps or nudges. Like you have this big, brilliant thought, this idea, this awareness about the universe and God and all. And then your mind is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but your soul, your consciousness keeps kind of tapping or nudging at you. It's like, what if that was true? Remember when you had that thought? What if that thought is real? Is anyone else having that thought? <laughs> and your soul just keeps poking at you or nudging you to, to go back towards that feeling or vibration or thought and explore it more. Let your mind hear that and realize the expansion is real. That moment was real. That feeling that is real. And the contraction is just you trying to stabilize and integrate that. It's you trying to navigate, like, can I be that much of a bigger thought or concept or context and still be here living my life? Right? Brides and grooms. Can I get married and have this amazing moment with all the ones I love around me as I make my vows to this person that I believe I can actually spend the rest of my life with? Can I have all of that? Oh, wait. And then I go back to a job on Monday and work <laughs> at a computer and I'm supposed to pretend I didn't have this big thing or I'm supposed to like put it in a box. And <laughs> I mean, how silly have we made this human experience? I feel like anytime we have a big expansion like that, we, we almost need like a little sign above our head. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? That says, just had expansion. Give me grace. Give me a little bit of space. Big expansion happening. Hold on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so helpful? If we could see each other and know, like, oh, they're just integrating. They're just, they're just contracting back because they had this huge thing just to happen. I should be a little kinder or a little gentler to them. Or if it's us, I should be a little kinder and gentler to myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was all the wedding. <laughs> wedding and family. And then my mind. My mind and my business mind. <laughs> my expectations for myself for my company were blown out of the water by the cash course i'll put a link to it i think everyone should be taking this course it was amazing the value that she offered melanie ann layer of alpha fem offered this beautiful course and it's about the sequence to aligned wealth and she shares her story which is powerful enough on its own but then she also shares the processes, the belief systems that she challenged within herself, the practical steps that she took that built a business that in five years has gone from zero to $50 million. Five years with um, no ads that she has really spent any money on. All social referrals, social media, engaging with individuals organically from the start to now. She's driven the show. And she shares how she did it. And in the course, 
and I'm not going to tell you because I feel like it honors her work for everyone to buy the course and support her journey, <laughs> that she's able to do this and that she can keep offering more and more amazing courses for those of us who want to keep learning along with her. But in that process of watching the videos, you know, each video, it's like what I do here, each video she is tuned into her own consciousness and then she streams these thoughts and ideas that are coming through her to be shared with those who are on the other side of the camera. She does it through Facebook and Facebook Lives. I do it here through my video camera and through the podcast. As she was sharing these concepts, these ideas, I could feel it. So my body could feel it. My chakras were like buzzing. My uh, heart and my throat were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I know she's telling me truth. Like I know she's tapped in and I trust what's coming through. And at the same time, I could, I could see the potential for myself and for my business expanding as she was sharing how hers expanded. And, and the reason I'm sharing it now in this podcast space is because for me, one of the patterns that I have played with a lot in my life is to copy or model what I'm doing after what someone else has shown me works for them to try to do it the way they've done it because it worked for them. So then if I follow those same steps, it should work for me. And over and over again in my business, every time I meditate and come back into my own quiet centered space, the message is always, it's not going to look like anyone else's path. Your path will not look like anyone else's. And the way that you're going to navigate is perfect for you. So trust that. Trust the flow. Trust the speed. Trust the not speed, <laughs> the, the slower pace. Trust the creations. Trust the ones you're wanting to connect with and, you know, individually invite into something. Like trust the way you're guided. And, and so when I was paying attention to how huge of a context Melanie is holding and how it's worked and how successful it is and how so many are following the steps and the models that she's put in place. I could feel myself getting caught up in that current. Like I should do the next course. I should, you know, like, yes, this, <laughs> like that feeling of if I, if I stay in that container with all of that energy, it's just going to naturally put me into the same success as every, everyone else. Like I'll just, so what has been sitting, what I have been sitting with, you can tell I'm still in it. What I've been sitting with over the past few days is can I, how can I allow my context, my capacity to expand and still trust the way I choose to navigate? So a couple examples. She's very clear. She doesn't have a website and doesn't really expect to have a website, and she uses Facebook as her main platform. I'm very clear. I love my website. I love what I've created there. I love how it feels. I don't like Facebook. <laughs> so there's some pretty big contradictions in, like, basic platform structures. Um, she doesn't have a podcast, and she doesn't have a lot of um, shared free content. There's some, but not nearly what I offer. And so one of my contractions has been, 
I need to not do anything for free and maybe I shouldn't do a podcast and you know maybe I'm giving too much away and yet what I can feel in my body is I love this podcast space I love the flow of energy I love sitting here and tapping into what's going on in my reality and sharing that and I firmly believe one of my my gifts one of my agreements that I've made it a soul level in this journey is to be this consistent frequency that is emitting week after week out into the consciousness of humanity this pure love representing Gaia like tapping into the consciousness of our planet and aligning with her frequency and then just sharing it allowing it to be this transmission of energy that just goes goes and so this contraction of huge expansion with the ideas and the concepts that she shared and then the contraction of but I don't know if I'm if I'm supposed to do it like that I don't know if that's my way and I'm not following the same steps she's saying so maybe I'll never make the money that she's going to make and that gives me fewer options of how to support because to me money comes in and money goes into all these amazing things that I love to support mostly like the people, the healers, the guides who I am fascinated by. I love supporting them. I love supporting my family. You know, there are lots of ways that money flows through and that feel really good to me. And I would love to increase that flow so that there's more of that being shared and distributed. Yeah, and it's also, you know, money is freedom. Money is... Um, the currency, the energy that gives us choice and allows us to travel the world and create documentaries and host guys love festivals and, you know, help change the quality of water around this planet. That would be like freaking awesome. <laughs> so more money coming in, it redistributes in ways that I get to support and choose. And that is an amazing concept. But part of the contraction is what if, what if I don't follow this path or the sequence that she's created that works for her and it doesn't work for me and so now I'm limited because I can't actually create that if I don't do it the way she does it and so I've been like quietly contracting <laughs> coming in getting centered reorienting myself hearing the thoughts hearing and seeing the patterns like oh there's that little thought again that has me doubting myself or wanting to hide or you know, all the things that we talk about in this podcast space. And so as I've been coming back into this, like, still centered space, I can feel how the gift that I got from this course, the gift that Melanie has shared, is the energetic of expand. Expand your context. Expand your alignment. Allow yourself to think in much broader terms like how I described in Limitless instead of just a summer of manifestation a lifetime of manifestation and integrating the energetics integrating the possibilities the potential the expanded reality integrating that allows me to then feel within myself okay so what's the next step and how do I navigate trusting my guides, trusting, you know, the consciousness that I feel connected to, which has 
not serve me wrong, <laughs> which continues to bring me into the most beautiful reality. I mean, literally, like my reality is gorgeous. It's, it's so filled with peace and color and vibrancy and love and joy and play and spaciousness. Like my guides are doing just fine. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> We're doing great. And so with this expanded energetic with this expanded feeling how do I apply it into the practical to-dos which bringing it back to weddings right we have this huge moment this wedding and then we now have this journey that begins of a husband and a wife or a wife and a wife or a husband and a husband when we have this partnership where we say okay we're going to do this life thing together for as long as feels in alignment and good. And so what does that practically look like? Not listening to anyone else's examples, anyone else's stories, but trusting like the two of us and how we choose to navigate life. How are we going to do this? And how do we get better and better at it? Right? I mean, I've shared Brad and I have had our moments. <laughs> Both of us are divorced. Both of us carry trauma and wounding from that that we just have continued to heal and continue to work through. And even in our union, often, many times, we're like, what? <laughs> what is going on? What are we doing here? And can we do this? Is this really for the rest of our lives? We believe so. We hope so. But like, ah. I think that is actually healthy. It's a healthy way to be in a partnership to be so honest and true with what's real in our lives, with what's really happening inside of ourselves. And bringing that same thought into integration after any sort of ceremony or um, consciousness expansion. You know, maybe like me, you took this course or you took this thing and you went to this event or you went to this concert or you read this book or you heard this podcast in your mind and your soul went, what? <laughs> what? And now you're sitting in your chair like, uh-oh how do I navigate after that? And what does that even look like? And ah, right. When, when we have the expansion and then we have the contraction and then we need to move from that space. We need to take action steps. So for example, you have a plant medicine ceremony and you come home and um, there's a great movie I just watched last week called Reconnect where he describes the owner, founder of London Real. He describes like how you integrate and how people look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> it's like you have this awareness that the, I don't know, like the sun is the center source for all souls. I'll tell you this one. So all souls are birthed from the sun, for example. And so you come come back from a ceremony experience and you tell everybody, well, actually, um, souls are birthed from the sun and then they travel around the universe and then they come to earth and they take on human form and they learn and create and then they go back and maybe they go somewhere else or maybe they come back to earth. And, <laughs> and so you're telling people this, right? And people are like, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> Where did you go? What trip were you on? <laughs> Who were you hanging out with? Are you in a cult? <laughs> What's happened to you? <laughs> and so here you are, knowing, feeling how true what you experienced was, what you read was, what you heard was. Like your whole system knows it's true. 
And yet you're doubting if it was true because your mind is like, couldn't possibly be that easy or simple or accurate. How would, how would we know that that's even happening? Science would tell us no. <laughs> Religion would tell us no. Politics would for sure tell us no. <laughs> and so you're in here with your mind like, couldn't have happened, didn't happen. People around you are saying, no way. But you know. And so now you have to, like a husband and a wife coming together, or partners coming together in a union and saying, okay, we're going to do this together. Here you are with your humanness, your expanded, awakened consciousness, soul, inside of that human, in this body, with this mind, knowing we got to figure this out. Like we still have to be here. We still have to be a human. We still have to go to a job. We still have to raise children or raise parents or <laughs> raise pets like, or raise plants or trees. Like, we still have these things that we need to do. And how do we do that? From a peaceful, steady, not um, fractured or um, what's the word I want? Like your nervous system gets just, you know, ripples across it. I can't think of the word, but I think you know what I mean. Where it's so intense, you can't integrate it. Like, how do you bring yourself back and navigate the contraction and then move forward in your life? So here's some really practical steps that I offer you. Trust who you tell. So begin by sharing whatever your experiences or emotions are with people who will just honor your experience and not judge it or try to change it or make it wrong, who will just be with you and journal about your experiences. Um, drink a lot of water. Really flush your body with water because, I mean, water is an energetic that our humanness needs, physically energy, but it also it's rinsing. I mean, if you can picture it as like you're flushing your body. So any doubt, fear, toxicity, you, you just are continuously washing the inside of your body and water vibrates at a frequency. So if you can write on your water bottle, like truth, love, peace, integration, grace, one unity, whatever words are calling to you, write it on your water bottle. And so every time you take a sip, you see that word, you match the frequency of that when you bring it into your body. And now the cells of your body are realigning and revibrating to that frequency that you have created for yourself. Right? You can put pure consciousness. Who, who could argue with pure consciousness? <laughs> Should we have dirty consciousness? No consciousness? Pure consciousness. Like, and that alone will shift the vibration, the energy within your body. Um, go slowly. Rest when you need to rest. When your mind maxes, this is for me at least, when my mind maxes how much I can actually even comprehend. This happened to me in a session yesterday. I can't comprehend anymore. I, I need to go like just be still. And so I didn't yesterday, and I should have, which is why I'm telling you. I should have just laid down and stopped thinking and doing and anything for a little bit and just put on some quiet music. Instead, I just kept pushing, 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 pushing. <laughs> Luckily, I had Quietly Listening last night, which, by the way, that's a good resource. Quietly Listening integrates the energy and aligns you with the highest potential of yourself. 
and you do it from home. So you can look that up on my website if you want. Um, or just, I think it's just quietlylistening.com. Anyway, I'll put a link. Um, but that energetic uh, support for your mind, body, soul, bringing it into harmony is super powerful. Um, if you are a physical creature who really needs a lot of touch, you know, ask one, someone who you know and trust to like just hug you, just to hold you, to help you feel safe so that your body is not like, ah, <laughs> you know, overwhelmed. And so you're, when your body feels safe like that, if you don't have anyone around, get a good like squishy blanket, wrap it around yourself really tightly and like just snuggle in. Put on really calming music. Ocean music is like the best. I have um, on YouTube under playlists, there's um, one called Momsie's Lullaby for, I think it, it's under playlist for sleep. It's eight hours of just ocean music that I recorded in Costa Rica. I use it every night when I rest. But you can just put that on and you'll just hear the ocean. And that to your nervous system is so sweet. It's so sweet. And when your nervous system isn't in flight or fright or overwhelm, the contractions are easier. You're, it's like a woman who's birthing, right? Like you want to soothe the physical body. You want to put a warm blanket around them if they get the tremors or the shakes. Their physical body is recalibrating, is trying to do this work. And so you soothe the body. So, yeah, a blanket or someone hugging you or holding you. Um, being in nature, I mean... Just go sit, sit in the grass, lay in the grass. If it's too itchy, lay on a blanket in the grass and look at the sun, look at the sky, watch the clouds, listen to the birds. Just feel how if a physical human isn't holding you, Gaia is holding you, Earth is holding you. Allow your consciousness to go, oh, that's right, like I wanted to be here, I chose to be here. I am the infinite soul and I'm here in this human journey with some specific reason. And so all of these expansion of consciousness moments are, are guiding me, just like in a baby being birthed. The mom is doing all this contracting and expanding, but it's guiding the baby into a point of opening up into the world. Our mind, body, soul are doing the same thing. Like we're being guided along the journey because there's some offering or thing or gift that we're either to experience or to create and offer to other people. And so it's, it's all with purpose. <laughs> it's hard to remember that when our mind is like, what? <laughs> there's purpose to this. There's, there's um, a reason that we are being nudged in that direction. And it's being guided, I believe, by our soul, by our guides, by the universal oneness that wants us to have an incredible human journey. The other thing is uh, for integration and for contractions. I just had it. Now it moved for a moment. Was it? Oh, follow the impulses. So, like, why did I watch the movie Reconnect last week? I know it's been out for a year, but for some reason it showed up in my YouTube list. And I was like, oh, interesting. Watch that. And... That video, which was powerful about how do you stay in alignment with an expansion? How do you um, keep moving forward and fulfill your purpose in this lifetime? How do you share what you're experiencing with others, even if they don't understand or they judge you? 
that movie is powerful if you want to watch that. It's about ayahuasca, but it also could be applied to so many other ways of teachers and lessons coming into your journey. But that creator of that video also created another video, which I just started watching this morning, about this man who, um, I don't remember his name, but he's like the $50 billion man. And that video had all the negative judgments of money and capitalism and greed and ego and exclusivity and power and control, which is such a contrast to what Melanie is describing in Alpha Femme, right? Two very different ways of manifesting and creating wealth and sharing wealth and, and the ways in which the energy guides that happening. And so your soul is going to show you the little place markers or nuggets that you need to anchor in that expansion. Just like when I was describing the wedding and I said this heart expansion, I wanted to place all these pictures in my heart from the moments of the weekend. And that anchors in the frequency that we expanded to. It's the same with these um, consciousness expansions. So we have these brilliant ideas like Melanie expanded for me, like, okay, you can make a ton of money and you can redirect that money into the things that you value most. You can make massive impact, big wealth in your hands that makes massive impact in the world. That frequency, I, I love, I get it. I'm like, okay, that I can hold that context. And then here's this other example of what are you going to do with it? How are you going to hold it? Can we show you a contrast so that you can anchor in the frequency you want even more firmly? Yeah. And so I trust where my soul takes me, what to watch, who to listen to, and um, all the little place markers. So pay attention to what is showing up around you. And if you see the same theme, the same messages, pay attention that your soul is trying to show you, like, these are the boundaries around this expansion that you're having. I was sharing with a friend yesterday. Um, I've had multiple pictures or memes that have shown up and they have talked about no one can save anyone else. No one can fix anyone else. And you can't rush somebody else's healing. Just love them where they are and share if they ask, you know, so that they have, um, like I was describing, the shared experience validates that you had the experience. So we can share ideas and um, suggestions with each other, but not to make it like you have to do it my way or you'll never be well. A great example, Zach Bush. Oh my gosh, Zach Bush. I need to find the Danica podcast and put that. That was another moment of expansion. <laughs> I'll put that into the description too. I hope I remember all these. Um, Zach Bush is a doctor who has been so far ahead of what's been happening on our planet and trying to tell us about it. And he just quit his practice. He said, and this is me paraphrasing, he said, when I'm a doctor, I place myself above my patients. And they are giving me their power because they believe they need me in order to be well. And he said, I believe every individual can be well on their own if they choose to do that and if they follow that path. So... I need to take myself down off of the pedestal of doctor and be in the humanness with other humans and walk by their side. And so he's completely revolutionizing how he's doing his business. And, oh my God, <laughs> like, yes. 
Yes, another one is Aubrey Marcus. He's just made his festival donation-based. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars to go to his festival. Like, I mean, that's kind of how I've always seen my guys love festivals going, is that they're sponsored, they're paid for, and so anyone can come. Anyone can come, and they can be part of the the energy of love guys love right like we all are included in that and that we can celebrate that in these beautiful energy portals around the world so i was like aubrey marcus is doing it too <laughs> yeah so how do we navigate a contraction slowly tenderly with a lot of spaciousness very kindly to our mind body soul as it tries to navigate and integrate all that has happened and then trusting the resources if you're watching this then clearly like one of the resources is to have this message reaffirmed for you that yes the expansion happened it's normal to have a contraction and also what if what if we move to a reality where we don't even have to have the contractions like wouldn't that be cool we just expand and expand some more and expand some more <laughs> expand some more <laughs> But for now, this feels like part of the process. And so you're not by yourself. We're all going through different moments of it at different times. So reach out, be in community, drink a lot of water, rest when you can, load up on sunshine. It's all so good. All right. <laughs> I have, um, yeah, a really fun couple of days planned and playing with the grandbabies on Saturday night, which will be so much fun. And then Sunday morning, we have Being with Viv. This is my monthly meditation energy healing. I mean, really, it's like a, it's like what I do now, but we close our eyes and we like, <laughs> expand, integrate, bring it all in, connect with Gaia, hear from source. <laughs> it's a whole beautiful thing, and we do it for an hour. Um, everyone's on mute, and I speak just like this into the phone lines, and... Um, you get to have an incredible experience for $11. What is this reality? <laughs> so if you want more information, you can look on my website um, under my store. I think it's under, I don't know, what is it? Uh, I'll put the link in the description. Being with Viv is the title. And so you can join us. And we do it live at 10 o'clock Eastern on Sunday morning. And then it's recorded so you can come anytime and listen to it. And the energy is held right in that hour of magic all right here we go we're in july we're in july and things are only getting better so much love Mwah. thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love i invite you to join me on facebook or instagram in a community i call the gaia tribe reunion where we show up together to share our soul's gifts what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.